take a sweet. Mm, it's almost that time. Take yeah, man, the Swig Podcast, man. Yeah, we gotta tune in. Man, let me grab this beer right quick, man. Yeah, let me get my drink ready. Yeah, yeah. Man, you know, man, they be talking about all types of stuff on the man, the loggers, the man. There's some beers I ain't never even heard of on there. We about to learn about them, though, yeah. too. What's up, world? It's your boy, the Bearded Brother. And Shani Hadia, the marvelous gift in the building. What up, people? What up, world? We're <laughs> back in episode two. And we got some things to cover. I got some shit on my chest, man. Save because, <laughs> you know, being, being a woman is hard. Being a black woman is even harder. And of course, being a queer black woman is even harder. So, but today, my womanhood was under attack, and I want to fight, goddamn. Talk about it. <laughs> I want. I want to. It's about. <laughs> <laughs> well, before before we get into that, let's at least tell the people what we're goddamn drinking. Man, I don't know. This episode could get spicy because I am drinking. Uh, Eclipse's EC14 Imperial uh, Stout Aged in Bourbon Barrels. It is 11.4%. It reads, now in its 13th vintage, 2020 Eclipse is our rich Imperial Stout aged to perfection in whiskey and spirit barrels. I don't know what uh, spirit means in that regard, but we'll keep it going. (laughs) Uh, Eclipse starts... With the same base beer, bringing hints of dark chocolate, espresso, and smooth complexity with each barrel treatment delivering its own unique character after a minimum of 180 days of aging. East okay. 14 is aged in bourbon barrels. Okay. So they define what that spirit is. Huh? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Definitely get that in the whole mouthfeel and everything. But it, like I said, it's really smooth. It's not overbearing. It's actually quite dangerous. Like, you will need a friend with this. Like, this. Okay. I haven't had a barrel aged stout in a probably a couple months now. And I'm missing it. Like, I don't know, because of the season or a pandemic, like things didn't happen as usual. But I feel like I'm seeing less barrel aged beers. I'm also not on IG as much right now. Just, um, because I'm trying to cut back on my drinking this month a little bit. <laughs> and so if I'm on IG looking at beer every day, I'm like, fuck, I want to go and drink yeah. a beer. <laughs> <laughs> but this is perfect. There's a little snow coming down in Nashville. So it's like, this is like the perfect pairing for that little, it ain't, it ain't gonna stick, but. Nah, it's, it's just cold, feel. nasty. Yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, I am on the complete opposite end of the spectrum, I feel like. Um, I am drinking emergency drinking beer. The peach blend is from Avondale Estates. And I was reading the can and it says the drink of necessity, real brewed peach blend, ready to drink. Do not refill, do not reuse. Y'all be out here trying to refill and reuse cans that they got to put that shit on the can. Right. And I'm imagining because it says emergency drinking beer that maybe people like want to refill it and use that same can. Maybe they're just putting that for shits and giggles. But it was a little concerning when I read the can. It was like, and then it changes people, you know? Yeah. (laughs) 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 That'll be be dangerous. I don't even know. Nobody can refill a can. 
So I've enjoyed the emergency drinking beer. This is my first time having the peach one. I've had it before. I enjoy it, but I'll let you decide your. Okay, this is nice. I like this. This is is not overly peach. That was my concern. Mm. Um, it's even though it. I mean, it's a fruited a fruit beer. Um, what the hell is a fruit beer? Probably like a wheat ale or something like that. Because this would be one of the easier ones to put to mix fruit with, probably. It could be. This could be some malt liquor. You know what I'm saying? Just a little fruit uh, and some carbonation, but. You know, um, I'm realizing that I have the perfect glass for today. So 17% drip released the Kamala Harris glass. And well, so it was released, ooh, maybe right after the election. And I missed and it. And it, it was a like one time only sale. I didn't set an alarm and I forgot missed it well apparently he put he had a couple left over for whatever reason and put them back on sale i was able to cop it damn i had a feeling that was gonna be a one-time thing yeah they went they went real quick so um i was glad that the few came in the few that even came in uh came in and they were like people like i thought it was a one-time situation he was like man i had a few left over and i think when i ordered I, I commented and somebody replied under my post that the, he they had like four left after I ordered or something. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, whoo, I got in there. Um, oh, it's, so it's gonna be tomorrow, but it's still pre-sale. Um, Afro Beer Chick has a, um, a Stacey Abrams glass. I was about to say, she had somebody on the glass. Yeah, yeah, it just went on sale today. Um, and if y'all are listening to this recording, know that we recorded this yesterday <laughs> on Wednesday, nope. you know, for my business. But <laughs> yeah, so I went ahead and copped that one too. I'm not going to be copping all these people glasses though. You can't keep throwing these figures on a glass and but you know, supporting black people, supporting our um, always in our black women, you know, all through, all through, up and around. So I was like, man, I can rock with it. Let me do it. Make and it make it happen, Captain. So on the glass, it says, "I was the first, but not the last." So you know, I did we mention this last week that like Kamala Harris is vice president. That is a black woman of Indian descent. Like that is amazing. That is dope. That is fire. I cried. So many you know levels. Saying? I was toasting at the time and I was, I just, I stood up in my living room and just clapped and really had it not been the pandemic. And I'm going to say, um, had not the extremists, you know, did their thing or their domestic terrorists, I probably would have been at that inauguration for that historic moment. I missed Obama's and um, so I wouldn't want to have done that again, but that's okay because Kamala about to be president in four years. So, I mean, I just, I mean, at least I know she's going to be the front runner. It's going to be a lot to... Yeah, this is um, her tryout. Yeah, unless they don't do anything these four years, but 
she this she gonna be the front runner. And if not, then y'all really fucking up Democratic yeah. Party if they're not trying well, to position. Yeah. <laughs> but I say this glass was um on point today because we're talking about the boulevard brewery situation. Yeah. And so if you don't know, um you're probably not that in the beer, which that's fine. Welcome to the podcast anyway, because we don't talk all beer, but you know, that is our foundation. But the um so Boulevard is doing something, at least uh was doing is hear me out. We could determine uh-huh. if it is or was, you know what I'm saying, but they're hiring their first brew a uh, female brewer. And so in all in all other cases, and, and still that is a very uh, great achievement for this brewer who's coming into the mix. Um, but when they're making that announcement and like uplifting her, this woman is like, oh, this is what y'all are doing. But when I was getting har- harassed and abused at the job, y'all didn't give a shit. Y'all said nothing. Boys will be back. Boys are bad. Yeah. You know, y'all didn't give a shit. So um, she was explaining how the the uh, manager was treating her and she went to HR. You know, HR didn't do anything. Um, it isn't that long of a read, but I'm pretty certain I don't intend to read it. Right. <laughs> that it's is pretty much the same old PR statements you see. That's well, this is this is her. I was. Um, oh, you talking about her story? My bad. I'm yeah, like, yeah, her story. Oh, so you know, she just she was just treated unfairly, and everybody who she went to about it, every you know, everybody was pretty much saying, "Oh, you know, that's him. That's just you know, that's boys will be boys." Or it's like, yeah, you know, we know, but it's crazy. It's cringy, but everybody just kind of avoid him. You know, it they keep they keep away, if you will, and yeah. let him do his thing. And you know, at the end of the day, silence is compliance. And <laughs> my voice cracks. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, at, at the end of the day, silence is compliance. So you can't. You can't be out here just thinking that you're gonna um, make this grand announcement and that nobody is gonna bring up an issue that happened in the past. Yeah. I mean, we've seen it so much with the Me Too movement. Oh yeah, it's that's it is like a very big crux of that movement. I feel like from what I've consumed and read about is about people trying to do these like preemptive like PR campaigns, but don't address the shit they already did. Mm-hmm. So you think, like, if we do this and we get whatever we fucked up on and really push it out, maybe nobody will say anything. No, people are talking. People are not here with the bullshit anymore. And they're going to put brands, people, whatever in their place. And you need to be able to face your demons or whatever is going on in your life and grow from it and learn from it. And do the steps beyond of apologizing. Show your actions. 
be a part of something, all that stuff. And it's just like, it's crazy to me that like people try to be preemptive, want to work so hard to hide everything without addressing it. Because you can hide it all you want, mm-hmm. but watch another situation is going to come up because you didn't address the issue. So the issue is still the issue. So let me ask this. Well, before, um, so Boulevard released a statement initially. They're like, yeah, we're, we know about whatever the, um, whatever the subject is. We know the letter and we address the situation um, and everything is good. And this person is pretty much being hysterical and trying to drag our name. <laughs> well, what was it? A day later, maybe two. Um, we I'm talked to right now. If we want to look at it, it's like a day apart from each other. Yeah. Okay. Two days apart from each other. We talked to you know several people, and actually the situation was cooperated. We messed up. We, we, you know, we, we did, we didn't do the right thing. We like, come on, man. At what point can we start addressing situations on the front end when they happen? Believing women, believing that these things have, let me tell you. So I was watching, I'm home all day this week. My wife is at work. So I'm like knee deep in television because I'm bored as hell, right? So <laughs> I'm <laughs> I'm watching Scientology and some, uh, Lisa Remini. Yeah, like exposing the Scientology um, uh, religion. Well, one of the rules that they had with Scientology was that it took two witnesses to convict, some, convict somebody of sexual assault. Right. And, and so it's like, who, what to, who sexually assaults somebody in front of somebody else? So it was all of a, right. So it was all of a way how they, they feel to, um, to hide child abuse. And so I was getting upset at this because I'm like two witnesses. Why the, like, what the hell? Why won't you believe somebody when they say what happened? And at, at least truly and fully investigating it. And this just reminded me like women at this point need two witnesses to come forward for their sexual abuse. Somebody else have to be like, yeah, I did see it. You know, sexual misconduct, whatever you might want to, you know, classify it as harassment or whatever. The, the, the guy was inappropriately addressing this woman. And when she spoke up about it, and people knew. So you actually did have the multiple witnesses. And it's still been like, it's most of, I feel like most of those rules just are like the minimum to protect yourself. Like we have these in place, but nothing happened because our rules work. Yeah, it's like, no. Your rules rules are terrible, and you know how to work the loopholes to get away with it, and that's the right. problem. It's like if you set the precedent in the beginning, you can control all these negative behaviors in your environment. And it's just crazy to me that like I can say something, and I can get everyone to believe me 
if I just deliver something with confidence. Mm-hmm. I could convince somebody the sky is actually pink, but since you have a deficiency in your in your cornea, you see it as blue. Watch, somebody's gonna believe that. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but on the opposite end, you could say that people are like, girl, I don't know what she's talking about. Or right, like, right. It's, it's not just... the same level, but like the principle is still there. Like it's something big like that, you're like. Mm, did that really happen so many times Mm -hmm. men have to hear it from a man whatever it is at that point like there's not just limited to um sexual harassment of some sort it's i could like you said i could be telling you that the sky is blue and they like nah bruh it is pink or vice versa, whatever uh, the description right. you gave. But and they like, and then some guy comes up like, nah, man, it's blue. But like, bro, for real? Yeah, for real. So, <laughs> Sorry to tell you. Yeah, it was like, oh, okay. And the whole time the woman's sitting there like, all right. I mean, it's not like I just said that. Okay. Yeah, you know, and and the guy he would he asked them if they were pregnant. Then insulted her saying she'd only get pregnant by a cat. Um, hey, what? <laughs> yeah, the only way she'd get pregnant is by her cat. I mean, I'm gonna go with like either she he was trying to insinuate that she was homely or unattractive or Boys, don't forever single as people like or forever single, you know what I'm saying? Just some some type of negative piece behind her. And it wasn't even just one dude. It was another guy. Uh, you know, it's just um, they. You know, they would uh, apparently Boulevard wouldn't hire women. Yeah, I was just reading that. And and so it, you know, you look at the culture and you like it's it's very fathomable, and it's amazing that. Boulevard shut that down so quick with their first reply because it's like guys this is a documented issue in the industry it's this is everybody knows it's a part of why so many you know some of these women organizations were created so that you can address issues like this exactly it's just crazy for women like you guys have to be so full of experience. Someone, a white dude could walk in, like they were saying on the story, get get an internship, you get cultivated and you get worked and you work up to that. But like this woman's ready to go. She has probably like recipes that are going to put your brewery <laughs> up to another level. But you don't know that because you didn't hire them. But yeah. Some bum literally walking down the street like, yo, you're hiring? Like, yeah, you want to be the brewer? We'll give you internship. We'll work you to. You got a beard. I think you can brew. (laughs) And you work with that person. I was like, why not spend less energy and getting the woman that can already brew at a high level and you just put her in and move They fired an executive Mm. off the uh, off the strength of this. And, you know, it was it's like this guy has been how long how I don't know how long he's been a part of the company, but he is. So you mean to tell me 
you ain't never sit across the table from this guy and he say something inappropriate. You ain't check him? Yeah. He ain't never, like, damn checking him. He ain't never raised none of your red flags. And it's liable that he wouldn't raise a red flag of yours if you are like him. Yeah. This guy isn't operating in a vacuum. You and I know that he is not operating in a vacuum. So, you know, you have to recognize that, like, it's your company, bruh. It's your brand. Like, it's your brand brand is damaged because you want to play these damn games and try to ignore everything. Like, it's just something you can brush brush on the rug. It's like, no, you can't. Like, I just. That's one of my biggest pet peeves when it comes to like PR, these little like a good faith firings. Mm-hmm. But it's like, this can't be their first offense. This is their first offense that got publicized. Yeah. That's the difference. Like, this is the first time someone said something beyond t- beyond you. They took mm-hmm. it to social media. So it looks like they were on Reddit. Um, yeah. where they put this. I was like, oh, see, <laughs> Reddit. You can put anything on there and it could go viral like that. Which Real quick. Did. So it's just like. I mean, it was it was it was warranted, you know what I'm saying? And and so everybody is now going through training for insensitivity and blah, 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 blah. What businesses should be doing, especially breweries where like you sitting here, you're reading the whatever, you know, uh, your iPad, your phone, whatever avenue you're getting news, you know, in your heart of hearts, you've had, you've had some issues at your brewery. Yep. At that point, like, let's take a step back and say, let's bring somebody in. If you know somebody is doing some foul shit, get them out of your your business before somebody jumps on you right because in my mind i feel like if they would have had the response like that first response if they would have really and truly took care of it and said we're aware of the situation these are the things um that we did we removed the executive we everybody took a training class um, we apologize. We sent the formal letters apologizing. I don't know. Maybe the formal letter, you know, they don't want to necessarily bring lawsuits on. However, um, that's kind of an L you need to take. But fully like apologize for the situation and saying, hey, this is how we rectified it. When you came, when you came to us, the executive did X, Y, and Z. We we realized that we investigated him. You know. It, and a lot of these things need to be done by independent HRs, I like completely, outside. Yeah. I completely agree. And I think it's just like a little bit of like, just own up to like people, like Mike App said, play as fuck up. Like you need to take responsibility and just mean like, this is what happened. We didn't take it seriously. That's completely and utterly our fault. No excuses and we will not offer any. But this is how we're gonna rectify it going forward. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it's like our bad, but we did this though. Like you immediately go into your little apology gift, like that right. like emotional, almost like an emotional abuse situation. It's like, oh sorry, love me. 
kiss you <laughs> on the forehead, give you a hug, pat on the back, and then I'm sorry. Put <laughs> you down the steps tomorrow. And then yeah. I said, I'm sorry yesterday. Like, <laughs> that was a real evil smile you just did, though. <laughs> that's what I was going for. So I'm glad I hit that mark. But like that's literally how it feels sometimes. It's just like you apologize and then you try to like go back under the radar releasing beer again, just in or doing whatever your company does again, like two posts later. Like you know, I don't know you're actually like learning from what you're doing and you're trying to change things. I don't know. I don't, I mean. These, this is why the company has to take a hit financially. So, you know, I saw it in the women's groups, boycotts. Um, and <laughs> I mean, right, and rightfully so. Um, my the good thing for me, I would say, is that it was a quicker turnaround. I think the reason that everybody is like fuck founders is because for a year and some change, they drug this shit along trying to defend their stupidity. And, you know, we didn't even know he was black. Shut up. Right. So in this situation, there was a denial. And then (laughs) (laughs) just that, that, I just think of their whole situation at founders and it just makes me cackle every time. Like, yeah, it's really ridiculous. You really thought that was an excuse? It's like, really ridiculous. That's gonna work, bro. Like, come on. You stupid ass. <laughs> <laughs> but um so B- Boulevard did get their um they they did walk it back quickly. And that's my hey hey I ain't I ain't arguing that one at all. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying why a long term, you know, a, a long term um, boycott doesn't have to be the case. But here is my question: How does one? How does a company? And this is really any company, right? Um, how does a company come back from that? And it not just be seen like, oh, I just got caught with my pants down. It's like, yeah, I got caught with my pants down and I'm really, I'm, I'm really and truly sorry and embarrassed. And I really don't want to ever get caught with my pants down again. That's not the kind of person I am. That's kind of not, you know what I'm saying? That really, because because right. like players fuck up, right? So um, I'm not, and I'm not trying to make light of, you know, Boulevard fucking up, but like they fucked up. So how, how can I, when I say players fuck up, that's why I had to, you know, um, but how do we get, how do we, how do they bounce back? You know what I'm saying? How do we allow them? Do we allow them to bounce back? I'm not really here to cancel everybody. Right. I just went to Boulevard for the first time last, last year and it was a nice brewery and the beer was good. So but I mean, there's good beer everywhere. I'll be all right. It's your actions. It's, you back up with your actions now. I think I wrote on the um, worst beer blog. I was like, okay, what are they doing for advocacy? Yeah. How are they advocating for women now? All right, you hired a female brewer. Okay. And like, it's the, how are you, how's your follow up? Like, are you going to continue to try to, like, what are you going to do with the female brewer? Like, are you going to allow her to have, like, be able to bring in female interns? Yeah, you're gonna have her on the forefront on your social media when you release a new beer. Like, just 
there's so many simple things people can do that like it's so it's mind-boggling to see how, like how difficult it is but is that is it would it be seen as just pandering if you will you know what I'm saying? Like, how how does a company, and this is a risk they're gonna just gonna have to take. You know, it's gonna be shooting, you know, just throwing darts at the dartboard and see what sticks. That's what it's gonna have to be. You, my thing is, is like, I think you beat the pandering claims if you keep the consistency up. Okay. Of course, when people come out, like, say I do something wild against women, like, and I can apologize and do one thing, but I'm like, no, I gotta keep being part of something, keep working, showing people my progress. Yeah. I think that's, you keep people abreast of your progress. That mm-hmm. is, seeing you showing your progress is like, hey, we did this in January. We're going to do this to better ourselves in February. This is what we're doing in March. Just whatever, tra- transparency. whatever the is, that consistency and transparency needs to be there. You're going to get the, oh, now you're pandering. You're going to get that. I think that's something companies in general need to understand. And I think there needs to be an acknowledgement of like, listen, we have to make amends. So we are we are going to do right. Our company is changing. It's, you know, it's model. And we are going to start putting women on the forefront. Hey, we're not we're not begging you to come back. We would really love for you to you all to come back. But we're not going to stop doing this if you don't come back. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's like this is not this is yeah. not gonna be. Oh, our sales are still down in in July. I guess this isn't working. Nah, this is gonna be this is gonna be what we're doing. And you just continue um, being positive and just trying to make the right. I mean, also paying women to 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 do business. And I mean, respecting respectfully paying women to do business would definitely be helpful um and and not with anything in return not oh make a post for me or hey can you take a picture and f- drinking my beer you know what i'm saying not none of that just honestly really and truly having women come in and doing the work that you would reach out to a man for or something oh uh, exactly i i completely agree with that i think you need to like yeah like you say you don't need anything in return. If they want to post about it, cool. If they don't want to post about it, cool. You did the work. You have you're build now you're building the track record. Yeah. And definitely don't you repost the story. So you know it's like, look, look, they're here. They're look, here. Look, look, look. Us. Women, us. women. Exactly. <laughs> no, don't don't no, do that. Like, people question you could bring up your things. Like, no, actually the last thrown out a timeline. Yeah. But last year we've done these things. So don't tell us we haven't grown. Yeah. And you know, and and really and truly, I hope everybody is looking at themselves and wondering like, are they doing are are there are they following in Boulevard Boulevard's footsteps? What are you really taking a good look at your at your company? So oh one I was in the so I, I was in the women's group looking at the comments one day, uh be right after she yeah right after she made her post so that was the first one i saw um and so (laughs) two things i want to say somebody said i love boulevard's reply and and i'm gonna come visit that in a second but this other lady she was like 
um, why is she why is she bringing down the female brewer? Maybe she was going to get in there and change some things. Ma'am, it is not this female brewer's job to get in there and correct culture oh, of I this better. business. Really did. Maybe she is going to get out here and do something great. Uh, yeah, no, she can go in there and she can change whatever she wants, but she should not have to. That is totally up to the company that this this lady's post had for me had no bearing on the female brewer. It didn't diminish that she is a female brewer of Boulevard. What it, I mean, it hurt Boulevard as a company, but all she needed to go in there and do is make her beer and get her money. Yeah. And they need to answer to her. She should be sitting there like, okay, wait, I signed on to this company prior to all of this going down. I'm not coming into this building unless y'all show me, you know, X, Y, and Z. I need to be comfortable in this location and really make them live up to what they put in that letter. Exactly. Or even just like, how do you know she want to be the spokesperson for that? Yeah, I mean, maybe she just want to come to work, but I mean, the, yeah, the, like at the end of the day. Like, I understand what you're saying, but at the same time, I got things to support. I got my bills to pay. I got kids. I got a family. I got whatever you got to support financially. That's mm -hmm. what you got. And this is the best option I got. I don't want to necessarily have to be the face of anything just because I'm whatever this group, marginalized group is that has been afflicted by this company. Yeah. Like, and then who's great, but you don't have to like put that pressure on me. Like, and if this was the culture of their company, who says that they weren't in there like and, and we're gonna treat her just as wrong? What make exactly. what makes you think that this female brewer can go in here and change the culture that um female beer tenders couldn't or HR people, you know, I think brewer. They, they have like 300 something employees. So right. there are women in positions there. Clearly it's a problem. Ain't nothing changed yet. What? <laughs> like, exactly. So it's like, why you putting that pressure on like her again? And if something else- Unrealistic pressure at that. Right. That's what I was saying like earlier about that. It was just like, you don't need, all because it's preemptive. That's what I felt like it was. So it's just like, it was preemptive. It was like, we know we're fucking up. We got to put her on the forefront before this gets out. Mm. Which is like even more snake-like to me. Because you knew. That's you real. Knew, you knew what was going on. <laughs> That's like, real. I didn't even really consider that. It was like, like so what was And you're like, okay, we got to get in front of this before it hits. Cause you probably you probably knew it was going to hit at any time. You knew this poor woman was victimized. Well, the, I'm I'm so I'm I'm rocking with where you're going. The question I would have at that point is, why not just admit that we made there some stumbles previously, and you know we have. I mean, again, they would have to have actually done some things. But 
even if you had scheduled that shit, I don't know who would tell, but if when the letter came out and you were like, yo, schedule Susan to come in and teach us some <laughs> some etiquette in this bitch, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, but uh, like, why not prepare? It, I mean, that kind of goes with like what I'm saying though. It's like you can preemptively like say that and then be like, yo, let's get somebody in. It's like, but no. So they said, I'm not, I, and I don't dis, like I'm not disagreeing with what you said. It's just, it's just I'm thinking, of, you know, thinking of it, or thinking about it. But it's like, if y'all felt, I would really hope y'all hired this woman because it's time. You know what I'm saying? It's like, listen, we need another brewer. We need to look for a female brewer. This is where we want the direction. We want the company, a qualified one, of course. But um, this is direct the direction we want to move this brewery in, right? So making that, this is this is something y'all acknowledge. We're bringing in a female brewer. This is what we want to do. When it came time to move forward, and this situ- this roadblock came, this was a perfect opportunity to say we recognize some of our downfalls and we are in the process of fixing this right one thing that we are doing is hiring a you know more female talent and diversifying our tap room the other thing we're doing is moving forward with training for x y and z and so before your reply all you had to do was call Becky Sue and say, hey, I need you to come do a training, a sensitivity training here for the executives, for this level. You see what I'm saying? And then you release this. Okay. But I, I mean, for so for them to deny it is like y'all like y'all couldn't. So what was the what was the reason y'all were getting a female brewer just to say y'all have one? Did y'all not recognize that the culture of your of your company was a little shaky? Like I'm I'm really wondering what their thought process was behind the female brewer. Yeah. I mean, I'm okay if it's I would be okay if it was just a it's time opportunity because it's time. Yes, like you know, everybody oh, got a correct yeah. course at some point. So I'm not about to be mad if you had, you know, male brewers and a spot opened up and you said, okay, now is the time. I can't get mad at you for that. But right. if you've had a shitty experience at your for for women at your breweries, then you say, okay, we're about to bring somebody else in, but you don't correct any of the shittiness before you bring another woman into it. It's so disrespectful. Yeah, and I, just the way that off actions alone. Of course, never spoke to these people before in my life. Just looking from optics, it just looks like the latter part of what you said. It just looked like they're like, oh, let's bring her in because something about to happen to us. So we need to have this in place so we can. You think it's a little like shield of protection. Mm-hmm. Like people are getting smarter. We still have our dummies in the world, but like you people are getting smarter and they're starting to see through smoke screens and illusions and distractions. They're starting to see through that and starting to really read between the lines and comprehend of what the situation is at hand. 
So mm-hmm. it's not like, oh, you apologize, we're good. It's like, no, like, why are you apologize like that? Like, why didn't you say that yesterday instead of the statement yesterday? Like, people are starting to question everything now. Yeah. And that that's why people have been questioning stuff for a couple years now. We've been on the move, we've been in the Me Too movement for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But like as a mainstream thing, it's moving more weight now as a mainstream thing. I think I mean it is. No, no, this ain't nothing to what you said. I'm more of like, okay, brewery, why haven't you caught on? Why haven't like this ain't nothing new. Right. This ain't nothing new. At, at some point, you got to do the review of your own company and an honest, maybe even outside, you know, opportunity. Um, mm-hmm. while I'm, I'm pouring up another beer here. I'm saying on the same. I know you. I that's eleven something. Up. Like that emergency <laughs> like, drinking beer was hella light. That was very. I did that purposely though, because I I needed a. I need to make a beer run, so I'm like trying to low key stretch my beer. I'm trying to be better at like about that, like just doing impulse buys in anymore in that. But well, here's what you have to here's what you have to do: get you a, a six pack or something of um, of craft beer, not commercial, but of craft beer, something that's just and maybe even a store version. That's just easy, simple, where when you do feel like having a beer, it don't have to be Instagrammable beer. You could just go and have a beer. And then that way you save your you save yourself a little bit of a coinage and you save your your good beers for, you know, times where it's a little you really want to drink them. <laughs> yeah it's like because drinking three heavy craft beers like okay so i'm drinking trim tab Love um maple cakes shout outs hmm? the shout outs to trim tab I gotta get oh it. yeah yeah yeah. i gotta get the trim tab this is with maple syrup molasses and walnuts um i actually got this from i think it's eric uh Sorry if I don't have the right name. I'm not going into my messages to check it. But <laughs> he, um, so what happened was there was a, a raffle in the group. I put a couple bucks up. I ain't win the raffle. And some high dollar people, they were like, um, one of the guys was like, well, did the people who paid a whole lot of money for the raffle, did they win something? And they did. So I jumped in and it was acknowledged that they did. I was like, but if you're trying to give something away, I'll take it. He was like, I mean, I got this. Uh, he messaged me. and was like, I got this maple cakes, you know. And I was like, I'll see you on Friday. So I went to various artists, had a beer, picked up the maple cakes. And here I am today drinking it. There you go. Yeah, that was a good one. I want to I uh, see what you think. But this eclipse, as it warms up and gets to closer to room temperature, it's this one has been sitting out since the start of the recording so it's at a really nice temperature right now like cool super open right now yeah yeah it's yeah and i'm gonna enjoy it as a like as i get further down into it so um sip slow and take it easy it's 8.7 they mean that with that one Grab your rocking chair and kick back. This walnut, maple syrup, and molasses flavor stout is brewed for the slow life. 16 ounces of easy living. 
Yeah, you want to listen to that. I don't, I don't want to say warning, but advice. You want to heed that advice. But this is a it's eight point seven. Not saying I don't disagree. Don't disagree, but that eight point seven sneak up on you, huh? It hit you. Yeah, yeah it'll it creep you. up. You take a one quick to the left. You're like, oh, there it is. I feel the maple cakes. <laughs> it's smooth. It's not overly sweet. That was my concern that it would um be overly sweet. But Trim Tab make delicious beer, so I wasn't too I, I concerned. I never worried that. I get yeah. more worried when I'm like, I don't like this. Y'all okay? Pick up. Y'all good? <laughs> <laughs> this wasn't a trim tab beer, but it was um, uh, elsewhere brewing out of Atlanta. And it was a red velvet beer. So when I first saw it, I was very excited about the red velvet beer because I just knew it was about to be something different. And I don't know why I had that in my mind. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't too different at all. On the nose, you just got a good amount of chocolate. And I mean, red velvet cake ain't nothing but chocolate cake with some uh, with red uh, dye, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, food color. Red Kool-Aid in it. <laughs> yeah. So it's not, I mean, but I love red velvet cake. There is, And you know what? I don't think it had any of the, um, and maybe... I don't know if like lactose would have gave this, but like that cream cheese icing mm, that mm -hmm. makes red velvet cake it. I think I feel like maybe that's what it was missing. So it had the chocolatey taste, but I was missing the depth that was the 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 cream cheese of it. You like ate a piece of that cake without the cream cheese on it. It's still good, but you're like yeah, You're yeah. like oh this is moist and this is you know it's chocolatey and it's a cake but that cream but cheese come pot. yeah so <laughs> I'm just having this epiphany now like that that's what was missing um man I sure hope trim tab don't have no issues um I don't want to put you down trim tab especially not before I'm able to visit <laughs> like at least I was able to visit boulevard I got a couple good beers from there um I might have one in the fridge still. And if I do, I'm still gonna drink it because you know, we're not wasting money. But we were, I was on a Zoom call um Sunday and we were laughing like if you if you won't buy the beers, but if they end up in front of you, you might drink them, bitches, but you're not gonna post it on social media. Right. <laughs> we were having a conversation about founders. I'm like, you know, uh I, I can't. I probably would drink the founders beer if it was like. I have the KBS. I have three KBSs I got from like when we did our photo shoot. Yeah. Um, our photographer had like a box. Oh yeah. And there was three of those in there. They're still sitting on my little shelf. I'm like, I don't want to drink them, but like. No, no, no. You they were giving to you could drink them. You just don't need to post about them. They don't need in none of your, they don't need none of your bandwidth. And um I yeah, this, I'll share, honestly. Hey. Yo, that's do that as much. Wrap it in uh we don't want you judged though. Put it put it as a surprise beer. Well, it's do on some, the airways now. I did not buy them, folks. The <laughs> did not buy founders. I repeat. The bearded brother did not buy founders. It was given. That is funny. <laughs> but, well, you know, I don't want to. Um, I don't want to go too deep on these topics. 
but you know there like there's other instances out here where women and unrelated to beer like clearly this is a part of a bigger issue the harassment the not believing women you know all of that um to the point where you know like meg the stallion is unfortunately like back in the news because some blog incorrectly reported that Tory Lanez, um, his charges were getting dropped. And they made some comment in there where they say that he was not, um, there wasn't enough evidence. And the evidence, yeah, there wasn't enough evidence. So pretty much the article lied or was very uninformed. Like, I don't know if that's gonna bring any goodness to your blog. But you know, bad press is still good press. Um, And she had to go off on tweets, you know, saying like, you can't believe everything and my story is not gonna change. Like she has been very consistent, very loud. I know there's some other folks out here that have been loud and wrong, but I just don't get that from her. There's literally like, who is Tory Lanez? You know what I'm saying? Everybody know Meg Thee Stallion. There is no reason for her to address Tory Lanez and, and uh, you know, lie on Tory Lanez. Right. I think it's just like, she's been, like you said, been very consistent and like her story don't change. But the thing she's been saying has been matching up with everything from the medical records to witness reports there's no hole in what she is saying. Mm-hmm. There's literally no room for you to argue unless you're just like bored and a terrible person and you just want to argue for the sake of arguing because you like to hear arguments, whatever is in your mind that makes you okay with that. You're saying the opposite. It's just like everything matches up too well for you to not know there's truth. Where yeah. the Truth is 100%, 80%, 2%. What she is saying on that percentage is correct and you can't disprove that. So what are you arguing? Yep. You know, um, and then even with like the guy asked her if, um, from Boulevard made the comment about her being pregnant. It was like policing women's bodies. Can you please, can you please stop it? Right. And, you know, I was, um, so I've been kind of into this busted challenge a little bit, you know, always here for a good drop it like it, you know, drop it like it's hot. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I saw that, uh, not that I was looking for this one, but Deja Harris, T.I.'s daughter, said that she wouldn't do the busted challenge because people were going to start talking. And, you know, T.I. was on, um, podcast uh about uh, over a year ago saying that he go to the doctor with his daughter to make sure that she her that she's still a virgin and he make the daughter come out and tell it's like dude if y'all could stop men if y'all could stop being weirdos women could be could progress so far i agree so (laughs) Like, like we could be as a as a like human race we could be pretty dope if y'all just stop trying to police women 
um, disrespect women, harass women. I don't. I don't know what else. I don't. Right. I don't know what else. It's, yeah, it really. It really sounds simple enough. You know what I'm it, saying? It is. It's just. But and, and you know what? I don't even want to. I'm not even. It's definitely men. Like no point, no question. Period. At the end, men. But there's also women out here that are doing some of that. As you and I were looking up articles for this, we came across Danny, who made the comment to Megan Thee Stallion and was like, "Sis, when you gonna like? How often you gonna bring this back up? When you gonna let this go?" Ma'am, first off, I was shocked. Like, why would you do that? <laughs> I'm never gonna let this shit go until he get. I get some kind of justice. And then I'm going to never let it go because now I'm going to fight for other women who have had abusive that, relationships. Yeah, all that. I they have what? I was just saying, like, people that have been shot, stabbed, whatever, in a relationship they're trying to get out of. Yeah. Her, I'm like, this is why toxic men, like, will latch onto that and be like, yeah, Danny, I'm like, you want attention and that's scary. You need to get that looked at. Danny, like you need to like, and that's, like, a, that's what you call pick me's. Yes, pick me's, pick me. Pick hey me. man, pick me, too. pick me. I won't say anything if you shoot me in the foot. I won't bring it up again. But like Megan didn't bring it up. She had to address something that was that was out there. Danny, you said I hear loud and wrong on Twitter, like. Yeah, that was literally a blog that was that was incorrectly reporting stuff to the point where one of my trusted people who you know how everybody got somebody on Facebook where you don't you you trust them. And so if they post something, you don't necessarily you might not do your research on that one. Yeah, you've done enough research and had enough conversations with them where you'll take it a little bit at face value. So he had put a post up and I was like, damn, you know. Um, that and not that he he didn't lie because there was you know there was something that was that existed it's just that his the source that he was referring to was incorrect which could absolutely happen to people um but you know I was sitting there and I I didn't know that it wasn't legit I was like, damn, they dropped the charges. And now people are going to, and my whole thought was they about to come for Megan because they're going to say that it was, it didn't happen. And this wasn't like, my heart was hurting for her because I already knew the BS that she was about to put up, have to put up with. Right. So it's just crazy. Just like, like, again, we were talking about like one thing can demolish a woman's whole foundation versus some can have me. I'm, I can say no, it didn't. And everybody, I'm like, did it? He said no. So, yeah. Like, and then it's this whole thing that, um, you know, that women are out to get men and all of this. And it's like, nah, bro, we just want to live. Right. We just want to, we just want to live unharassed. We want to just get in here and do our work. We want to rap our songs. We want to make our beer. We want to serve our beer. We want to do the busted challenge for fun. Like everybody else. Let's throw cheeks in peace. Yeah. <laughs> and that like, that's as simple as it is, right? There, the, there's not a need for, um, for people to question women's intent. 
and and not on a not on a global scale. Like there's always situations where it's gonna be um, where women gonna lie. Women lie, men lie, numbers don't lie, right? So if we talk about numbers don't lie, there's only three percent of sexual harassment uh, accusations that aren't real. Three percent. So that one chick that lied on your homeboy and came out and said, nah, he didn't do this. That was one of 3%. That was in your little bubble. There's bigger issues. There's a larger community. There's a larger world out here where women are getting harassed, killed, you know, and hurt and just treated wrong unnecessarily. And it's not limited. It's not limited to the beer world. Is not just in beer. It's it's several. You know, it, it's the world. <laughs> Fucking everywhere, people, and it's just like we got to do better to be better. Like we yeah. can't talk about it. We got to be about it. But all right, I haven't finished this beer yet, but we have chatted it up, yes, and have. I would love to, you know, get um, people's input. So feel free to leave us a message, leave us a comment, and. You know, what's your thoughts on this whole boulevard situation? But before we get out of here, while I do take a few more sips of my beer, we got some dope shit coming next, starting next week. Yes, I'm so excited about this. So Black History Month, we touched on it on the live. Um, Black History Month, we want to highlight cities But more importantly than cities, um, the Black people in those cities. That's in the podcast community, that's in the Black community, the beer community. Um, And that's what we're going to be doing. We're going to be talking Black is Beautiful. We're going to be talking some uh, some ideas on what goes beyond Black is Beautiful. How the cities, how the cities, uh, well, not the cities, yeah, the city's a little bit too, but more of the breweries. How would that community, what that community looks like as far as within the black community? How how are they working together? Um, so it's just it's a it's gonna be a good conversation. Yeah, and just how we how you guys stepping up? Let's we want to talk about that, all that good stuff. So y'all be on the lookout for that. We'll have some um, promo dropping on that coming up in the uh, next week or so. And um, we appreciate y'all. Y'all have a great evening. Happy drinking. Always drink all the way up. (laughs) (laughs) I love y'all. Be easy. Put your glass to the swig podcast and keep toasting. Uh. Take a swig.